welcome to the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. I'm David Lorimer, co-editor of a new book, Spiritual Awakenings, Scientists and Academics Describe Their Experiences. It's published by the Academy for the Advancement of Post-Materialist Sciences and is available in paperback and Kindle editions. In this series of weekly podcasts, we'll be sharing the 57 original essays together with introductions and epilogue from my co-editor, Professor Marjorie Willicott. We hope you enjoy them. Chapter 15. A Process of Uncovering. How I Learned to Understand and Accept My Spiritual Nature by Steve Taylor. There has been an innate spiritual sensibility inside me for as long as I can remember, which just seemed to be there naturally. My spiritual development was all about understanding this part of myself, accepting it and allowing it to express itself. When I was a teenager, I loved to spend time alone, reading or listening to music or walking the streets. I was attracted to nature and to quietness, but there was very little nature in my city. In the evenings when it was dark, I would often go back to my school, climb over the gates and wander around the school fields, simply because it was the only quiet and natural place near to me, where I knew I wasn't likely to encounter other people. The open space of the fields and the open space of the sky and the quietness around me filled me with a sense of calmness and wholeness. The clouds looked so real and alive that they seemed to be sentient, and the black spaces between them amazed me with their deep richness. The sky was very important to me, since it was the only untouched natural space I had access to. I felt exhilarated by these states of well-being and wonder, but I also thought that there was something wrong with me. I didn't understand why I couldn't function the way I was supposed to. I was very introverted. I would sit in groups of people in a pub or youth club, but find it impossible to speak. As a result, people began to think of me as weird. At the age of 18, I went to university and started a daily routine which I would follow for many years afterwards. I would stay up very late, usually till about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, and get up around lunchtime or later the next day. I loved going for walks when the streets were deserted and everyone else was asleep, enjoying the stillness and spaciousness. I felt a strong connection with trees, and felt that in some way the trees came to life when the rest of the city was asleep. I could sense their sentience, and felt that they were communicating with each other as well as with me. However, I still suspected that there was something wrong with me and wondered if I would ever be able to fit in or or live a normal life. When I was 22, I began to understand my spiritual sensibility. I found a book called Mysticism, A Study and Anthology by F.C. Happold. It contained short excerpts from spiritual texts and from the writings of Christians, Christian and Eastern mystics. Most of the passages resonated with me deeply. I recognised my own experiences in them. After that, I read Walt Whitman's Song of Myself, D.H. Lawrence's Selected Poems, and many other spiritual books. Now everything began to make sense. I felt like I had arrived home and began to trust and accept my spiritual sensibility. It was a wonderful period. I felt ecstatic, uplifted, in touch with my own essence, and in communion with the world. I still had no idea where I was going in my life, but it didn't seem to matter. All that mattered was to be alive in the glorious present. It was wonderful to finally understand and accept myself. It wasn't all plain sailing from this point, though. Music was one of my passions. I was invited to join a friend's band, which led to my moving to Germany. 
There I began to disconnect from the framework I'd built up. I started to follow a typical musician's hedonistic lifestyle, smoking and drinking too much, surrounded by other people who did the same. As a result, I lost myself a little. After struggling for so long to connect with the core of my being, I became, I became disconnected again. One night in Germany, I had the most powerful spiritual experience of my life. I woke up in the middle of the night for no apparent reason, filled with a marvellous warm sense of well-being. The darkness seemed alive, pervaded with a powerful harmonious force. The darkness seemed so thick with this force that I felt I could reach out and touch it. But it wasn't just in my bedroom. The force filled the universe. It was the essence and the source of all things. I knew that all was well in the world, that there was nothing to worry about. No matter how messy and frustrating life can be, no matter how much trouble there is in the world, in some way all of that is just on the surface. Below the surface, the whole universe is gently vibrating with warm radiance and is filled with harmony. And I was part of that harmony. I was carried along by it, out there in space, surfing on the waves of an ocean of bliss. The experience was a recalibration, a realignment with my spiritual nature. Not long afterwards, I returned to the UK. Although I had always had an impulse to be a writer, I now, I now realise exactly what I was supposed to be writing about. Spirituality, psychology, philosophy. Then I learned about the field of transpersonal psychology in a book by Ken Wilber and knew that I belonged there. I returned to university to study transpersonal psychology at master's level which led to a PhD, then a role as a university lecturer and researcher. Ever since, I have felt that I'm doing exactly what I'm meant to be doing, researching and writing about spiritual awakening, as well as exploring other unusual phenomena, such as sigh and near-death experiences. Since I have understood and accepted my spiritual nature, and found the right avenue to express myself, my life has unfolded naturally and easily, as if I'm being carried along, by the current of a river. Thanks so much for downloading the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. Do join us for the next episode.